Let's face it, money matters can be confusing. And with something as important as having enough for retirement, it's comforting to know help is just a phone call away. Wealth Managers LLC has helped clients pursue their financial goals since 1984. When it comes to investment advice, experience matters. If you need financial guidance, the folks at Wealth Managers LLC can help. The number is 800-497-9995. Once again, that's 800-497-9995 or wealthmanagersllc.com. After all, money doesn't take care of itself. Securities and advisory services offered through registered representatives of Satira Advisor Network, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Wealth Managers, LLC is independent of Satira Advisor Networks, LLC. The following show, How to Be a Great Investor with your host, Richard Everett, is underwritten by Wealth Managers, LLC. Successful investing can be extremely difficult. Difficult, difficult. Just because someone was right before doesn't mean they'll be right again. Right again. Right again. Where do we go for investment advice? Here's a reality check. The stock market and global economy are complex and chaotic. If investing were easy, then everyone would be rich. And as we all know, everyone is not rich. Trying to pick winners based on an analyst's recommendation is a waste of time. The overall economy has too many moving parts to be able to forecast what will happen one, three, or five years from now. The bottom line is, folks, be careful who you listen to. There really are truly no experts in the stock market. So where do you go for sound investment advice? Welcome to How to Be a Great Investor with Richard Everett. Richard started his career in the financial services industry back in 1984. He's the founder and past president of the Everett Financial Group. Richard was also a member of the International Association of Financial Planners and was named Financial Planner of the Year in 1996 by First Financial Planners. In addition to teaching hundreds of seminars, he's hosted his own radio and television shows and has authored several books on finance, including Whatever Happened to the Promised Land. Richard has taught his biblically-based financial principles in churches, conferences, Bible colleges, and universities, including Yale University's School of Management, Believers, and Business Conference. And now, How to Be a Great Investor with Richard Everett. Welcome. I'm Richard Everett, your host of How to Be a Great Investor. My goal is to help teach you the art of investing through biblical wisdom and contemporary investment insight. And I have some great news for you, folks. I'm retired. I don't have any products to sell or agenda to push. Just common sense principles I have learned over my 30-year career in finance. No hype, just facts. I always like to start off the show with a story from the Bible that is relevant to our subject today. We're going to be talking about investing, and we're going to be talking about why investing is so challenging. But first, let me start off with a story that Jesus told in the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 14 through 30. It's one of my favorite stories in the Bible, and I think it will help us to realize that it is okay as believers, as Christians, to invest our money. So the story goes like this. Jesus said, For it was like a man going on a journey who called his servants 
and entrusted to them his property, to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he had made five talents more. And so also the one who had the two talents made two talents more. But he had that received the one talent had dug a hole in the ground, and he hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled an account with him. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you deliver to me the five talents. Here I have made five talents more. And his master said to him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And the same thing happened with the gentleman that had the two talents. He went and doubled the Lord's money, and he was commended for his work. But the guy that took the talent and dug a hole in the earth had a problem. Master, I knew that you were a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid, and I went and I hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gathered where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have at least invested my money with the bankers, and at my coming I would have received what was mine plus interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him that has the ten. Now here's a takeaway from that story, at least from my perspective, is that a talent is worth approximately one and a half million dollars in today's value. Obviously big bucks. So the Lord entrusted him with a whole lot of money. But the other one was that the two profitable servants went out and traded immediately and doubled their master's money. The other one that dug a hole in the earth that was condemned for not at least putting the money in the bank. So my take is that if the least you could have done was put your money in the bank, then the most you could have done is do what the other two guys did, and that was went out immediately and traded and ended up doubling the Lord's money. You can also find in Matthew chapter 13 the story of the hidden treasure and also the parable of the pearl of great price. In my mind, those examples teach us that as Christians, it is okay to invest the Lord's money that we have been entrusted with. Successful investing can be extremely difficult. Successful investing is not necessarily logical, and sometimes it's just downright treacherous. If investing were easy, then everyone would be rich, and as we all know, everyone is not rich. Investing is a craft. It's not a science. There's no financial institution, business school, textbook, economic guru, portfolio manager, journalist, analyst, broadcaster, or media talking head that has a magic formula or a foolproof system for investing. So the bottom line is, folks, be careful who you listen to. There really are truly no experts in the stock market. Here's a reality check. The stock market and global economy are complex and chaotic. And that is to say there are too many factors and forces at work at any given time to accurately predict their outcomes. 
There are hundreds, if not thousands, of economic and political events that take place during any given day. Put another way, the future is unknowable with any degree of certainty. So next time you're watching TV or reading an article and someone tells you what's going to happen next year or three years from now, uh, take it with a grain of salt. Howard Marks, one of my favorite authors, has a great quote on the subject. Here's the essential conundrum. Investing requires us to decide how to position our portfolio for future developments, but the future isn't knowable. And how true that is, the sooner we grasp that, the better off we are. We deal in uncertainties and own probabilities when it comes to investing. Just to give you an example of what a complex or chaotic system is, it's just look at the weather. A meteorologist may know the current conditions, but there's no way possible he or she can accurately predict what the weather will be in a month, a year, or a decade from now. And the same is true with the stock market, and the same is true with the economy. We know certain conditions, but we don't know how they'll all interact and how they'll play out and what the outcome will be one, three, or five years down the road. So the best we can do as investors is deal in probabilities, not absolutes. We'll be back with more How to Be a Great Investor with Richard Everett. To get your free copy of Richard's informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, visit greatinvestor.org. Your copy of this informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, is absolutely free with no obligation. It's full of great information that can help you in your retirement. And if you have specific questions for Richard, you can email him at info at greatinvestor.org. That's G-R-E-A-T-I-N-V-E-S-T-O-R dot org. And now back to How to Be a Great Investor with Richard Everett. Here's the reality check number two. Predicting the future is highly problematic. In real life, no one can predict the future accurately. Just because someone was right before doesn't mean they'll be right again. Thousands, if not millions, of people make predictions on a regular basis. Some turn out to be correct, but most don't. Or as Winston Churchill says, the greatest lesson in life is to know that even fools are right sometimes. When was the last time you read a headline that said, Psychic wins the lottery? Well, me either. It's yet to happen as far as I know. Bottom line, folks, the future is not ours to see. To think otherwise is intellectual dishonesty. So having said that, where do we go for investment advice? Can we turn to academics? My response would be, how many millionaire university professors do you know? I certainly don't know many. If you think about it, most professors are only qualified to teach us to become professors. Most have never had a real job. I'm sure there's skeptics out there, but to prove my point, Here's a reality distortion on the grandest scale. According to one survey, 94% of college professors say they do above average work in their classroom. Think about that, folks. Only half people can be above average. The other ones are either below average, but 94% think they're above average. So I'm not so sure I would take their investment advice, period. So if it's not academics or college professors, where else should we turn for investment help? The press, TV pundits, the talking heads. Once again, I'll ask the question, how many rich journalists do you know? If they truly had clear insight or real knowledge of what was going on, don't you think they might be doing something other than 
being a journalist or a talking head, like hanging out maybe with their friends in the Hamptons? Why should someone who could consistently pick stock winners agree to give you advice for free? Here's reality check number three. Financial journalists provide entertainment value, nothing more. Take Jim Cramer, for example, host of Bad Money. Jim is arguably one of the best-known gurus on television. But according to a couple studies, Kramer posted a 47% accuracy rate, slightly worse than pure chance or flipping a coin. So if you took his investment advice, he probably would have lost money consistently over time between trading costs and taxes. Here's another reality check. Watching too much financial news can be hazardous to your financial well-being. By listening to so-called financial experts is crazy. If the stock market experts were true experts, they wouldn't be sharing their expertise with you. They would be buying the stocks and keeping what they know a secret from you. So next time you have an urge to watch the financial networks, I encourage you to use the mute button. In one study, 6,000 forecasts made by 60 so-called financial gurus concluded that their average accuracy score was only 48%. Again, if you listen to these so-called gurus, you would have been wrong more than you were right. Scary, huh? Or as Michael Bloomberg said, most media people are ignorant. Well, here's some wisdom, folks. Never take advice from someone who doesn't have to live with the consequences. And again, that covers journalists, talking heads, and the pundits. I'll give you two examples of how inaccurate the press can be. Believe it or not, the Chicago Times trashed Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. And here's another one. Talk about the press not getting things right. I read an old article written about Jesus walking on the water. The headline said, Jesus can't swim. I'm sorry, but I just don't trust those guys. So what about financial newsletters? How reliable are they? Well, according to Mark Hulbert, editor of the Hulbert Financial Digest, an initial $100,000 invested in the S&P 500 index over a 26-year period of time would have been worth $2.5 million at the end of the tracking period. By way of contrast, a similar investment in the portfolios managed by the folks selling those high-cost financial newsletters tracked by Hubert was only worth $1.4 million. In other words, if you took the advice of those newsletters, it would have cost you about $1.1 million. And that's expensive journalism. Stay tuned for more great information on how to be a great investor with Richard Everett. To get your free copy of Richard's informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, visit greatinvestor.org. Your copy of this informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, is absolutely free with no obligation. It's full of great information that can help you in your retirement. And if you have specific questions for Richard, you can email him at info at greatinvestor.org. That's G-R-E-A-T-I-N-V-E-S-T-O-R dot org. You're listening to How to Be a Great Investor with Richard Everett. So let's talk about Dave Ramsey for a minute. He's an interesting guy. He's uh, certainly a true financial expert who has helped millions of Americans get out of debt and get their financial house in order. He's a great guy. However, 
He's not a licensed, trained investment professional, and you should be careful when you take his investment advice. If you go to his website and look at Dave's investment philosophy, you'll see that he recommends mostly front-end loaded mutual funds, and he recommends buying four different mutual funds, aggressive growth, growth, growth and income, and international mutual funds. Now, if you take his advice, think about this for a minute, folks. If you take his advice, you end up putting 100% of your money in the stock market, four different stock mutual funds. And in my mind, that's just nuts. That's crazy. I mean, you don't put all your eggs in one basket. It's not any way you should diversify your portfolio. And if you get a chance to go to the website, my website, greatinvestors.org, I've done a whole show on diversification and how you can lower your risk and at the same time maintain a, a good return. I'm also going to do a show on Dave Ramsey and his investment advice in the not-too-distant future. But here's really what you should know. Number one is that he recommends putting 100% of your money in the stock market. And again, I think that's crazy. Number two, it's not proper diversification. Putting all of your eggs in one basket is contrary to my grandmother's advice. Not only that, it's actually not biblical. If you look in Ecclesiastics, Solomon said... Give your portion to seven, yet eight, because you do not know what harm will come upon what you have. Number three, he recommends fronted loaded mutual funds, which means you're going to pay four or five hundred dollars out of a ten thousand dollar investment goes directly off the top of your investments, which means you only have ninety five to ninety six percent of your money actually invested. And if you take a look at my mutual fund show I did not too long ago, you'll find that fees in mutual funds can be quite high as much as, believe it or not, as much as three percent per year or four percent per year, depending on what kind of fund you buy um, and whether or not it's in a retirement plan or not. And number four, Ramsey doesn't include other asset classes. He doesn't mention bonds. He doesn't mention real estate investment trusts. He doesn't mention annuities. He's against individual stocks, which I think is crazy. I mean, think about Berkshire Hathaway. That's an individual stock. Berkshire Hathaway is larger than any mutual fund on the planet. And yet he doesn't want you to invest in an individual stock. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. All right. So if we can't rely on academics and we can't rely on journalists and we can't rely on TV pundits, who can we go for advice? Surely financial analysts are trained economists. Both of these professionals, however, require forecasting or predicting the future. And as we've already established, the future is unknowable with any degree of certainty. The overall economy has too many moving parts to be able to forecast what will happen one, three or five years from now. To be clear, economists and financial analysts are not clairvoyant. They do not have a crystal ball. When you read a prediction from them or they give you a stock tip, remember, it's their opinion. It's not a fact. No one can foretell the future. Experts have an astonishing record of failure. In 2008, for example, the consensus from forecasters was that not a single economy would fall into recession. During this flight from reality, it's estimated that Americans lost about $10 trillion, yet not a single economist predicted this financial meltdown. You should be skeptical about traditional economic thinking, which failed to either signal or avert this massive crisis. At best, economics is a dismal science. Economics is said to be the art of making common sense incomprehensible. 
If we had economists back in the Bible days, they would have been stoned to death. Trying to pick winners based on an analyst's recommendation is a waste of time. By the time you hear about the next hot stock, it's already old news. Everyone else knows, too, and something that everyone knows isn't worth knowing. Think about it, folks. You get a hot tip on one of the financial networks. How many millions of people are listening? By the time you act on it, it's already too late. Anyway, weathermen, astrologers, fortune tellers, analysts, economists, and media gurus all have the same odds of being right and wrong. Bernard Baruch, one of the most famous stock investors of all time, said, I think economists, as a rule, take for granted they know a lot of things. If they really knew so much, they would have all the money and we would have none. At best, these mortals are paid guessers. When it comes to predicting the future behavior of complex systems like the stock market, even experts are all but useless. But folks, relax. Be confident that your ignorance is no greater than the experts. Remember, there is no magic pill or silver bullet when it comes to investing. You must think independently, differently. Otherwise, you'll end up like everyone else, a mediocre or poor investor. We'll be back with more How to Be a Great Investor with Richard Everett. To get your free copy of Richard's informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, visit greatinvestor.org. Your copy of this informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, is absolutely free with no obligation. It's full of great information that can help you in your retirement. And if you have specific questions for Richard, you can email him at info at greatinvestor.org. That's G-R-E-A-T-I-N-V-E-S-T-O-R dot org. And now, back to How to Be a Great Investor with Richard Everett. So where do you go for sound investment advice? Some of our future shows will talk about how to get expert advice in investing. Uh, in closing, I want to share a story with you about how the skills I've developed over my investment lifetime have been able to help my family make a lot of money. On January 8, 2008, I came home from the attorney's office with a very large check. We had just sold our investment firm, the Everett Financial Group, and it had been one of the largest and most successful independent investment companies in the United States. My darling wife, Mary Sue, asked me what I was planning to do with the check. I think she felt a shopping spree coming on. My reply was to put it in a guaranteed money market account. I felt the stock market was overpriced at the time, and I also felt led to put the money into a safe place, at least for now. As you may remember, the so-called Great Recession began just a few months later, April 2008. The U.S. economy and stock market got totally trashed. It was a financial crisis of epic proportions. Now, I wish I could say that I was a genius and I saw the economic meltdown coming, but that would not be accurate. I'm just not that smart. Better to be blessed than brilliant. In the spring of 2009, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the most famous and best-known stock market barometer, went below 7,000 for the first time since 1997. That's a 50% decline from its pre-recession peak. I let Mary Sue know my thoughts. 
that this might be a great time to invest some of the capital we'd been sitting on for the last 15 months. Her response was to go do what I know best. So I got on the computer and I started buying stocks. And I bought a lot of stocks and I bought them at a substantial discount, over 50% what they were trading at years earlier. So we pulled the trigger, invested all of that money because it was such a great buying opportunity and made a bundle by buying blue chip stocks at substantial markdowns. I'm sure you ladies listening love to buy your dresses on sale. Well, I love to buy my investments on sale. So buy low and sell high is a terrific investment strategy. But most people do not have the courage to invest when the outlook is gloomy. So the point of the story is, folks, I've developed investment skills over my career. And I would love to share those with you over the next several weeks. So stay tuned. Folks, don't forget, I've written a couple excellent books on investing. One's called Whatever Happened to the Promised Land. And the other one is How to Be a Great Investor. I'd encourage you to go to our website, greatinvestor.org, and take a look at those two books. Also, you can sign up for my blog, free of charge. And you also find uh, several podcasts from previous shows that have done on uh, different subjects, for example, mutual funds, on how to diversify a portfolio, on bonds, on real estate investment trusts, all different kinds of shows. One of my favorites was uh, Women in Investing, done with a a wonderful co-host that I had. Also, I have uh, some teaching CDs on the website. And before we close, I want to share a Funny story from one of my all-time favorite entertainers, Groucho Marx. You know, Groucho lost $800,000 in the stock market crash of 29 and through the depression through 32. And he was actually quite humorous about it. He said, I made a killing on Wall Street. I lost $800,000 and I killed my broker. Until next time, folks, may God bless you and may God bless America. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of How to Be a Great Investor with Richard Everett. See you next time. To get your free copy of Richard's informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, visit greatinvestor.org. Your copy of this informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, is absolutely free with no obligation. It's full of great information that can help you in your retirement. And if you have specific questions for Richard, you can email him at info at greatinvestor.org. That's G-R-E-A-T-I-N-V-E-S-T-O-R dot org. Remember, the offer is free and there's absolutely no obligation. Give yourself peace of mind. Visit greatinvestor.org. Keep your head down, Jack. Thanks for the advice, Arnie. Speaking of advice, did you ever call Wealth Managers LLC? You asked me for their number last week. They can help you with your financial and retirement needs. Not yet. Jack, what are you waiting for? If you want sound advice, you need to talk with the pros at Wealth Managers LLC. You're right, Arnie. It is important to get good advice. There's no mulligans when it comes to investing. I'll call them as soon as I get home. What was their number again? 800-497-9995. Wait, let me write it down, Arnie. 800-497-9995.
Securities and advisory services offered through registered representatives of Satir Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Wealth Managers, LLC is independent of Satir Advisor Networks, LLC, and can be reached at 800-497-9995 or wealthmanagersllc.com.